welcome back to Totally Unsure in our 20s. I'm Emerson. And I'm Caroline. And we are so excited to be talking about how to maintain a healthy lifestyle while working a nine to five this week. Yeah, so we're going to touch on everything from nutrition to movement and mental health as we kind of think that is everything that goes into, you know, what makes you healthy and how you have a healthy lifestyle. And it's really cool because Caroline and I both have very different working situations. So I'm in the office four days a week and Caroline's working from home. So I think we both have two really unique perspectives and different advice that we can provide for you guys. Yeah, we're super excited to give everyone a bunch of practical tips and then also just keep this episode super lighthearted. And yeah, hopefully we can all come away from this feeling like we have a lot of ideas on how to make our work weeks go better. But as always, we're going to start off with our intro segments. The first one being, what is one thing we're doing for our career this week? So I'll start. Something I'm doing for my career this week is I'm actually taking time off and I think that's something that's really important to do, especially like working a nine to five. I've, you know, a lot of corporate companies, you either have like unlimited PTO or you have a set amount of days. I have a set amount of days that I need to use at my office. Well, I don't need to use them, but it's strongly encouraged to use them. And I honestly haven't taken that much time off. And I think it's super important to take time off to, you know, prioritize your mental health, to go on a vacation or whatnot. So yeah, I'm taking a half day on Wednesday. I'm going to go get my hair done. I'm super excited. I'm going a little bit blonder. That was a very impulsive decision the other day. But then I'm also going to the Jersey Shore. So I'm taking off Friday. So it'll be fun. And I'm excited to just like relax and not think about work and use the time that I have. No, I love the idea of going blonder for the summer. And also, I feel like you've had a lot of self-care days lately with your time off, which I think is such a good way to spend your PTO. So my win of the week is definitely not as exciting as yours, M. but I am trying to just declutter my inbox. Um, We have a lot of required learnings that we have to do at my company. So those are just different like security modules and not the most exciting topics, but we do have to do them. And they're kind of lengthy and I've kind of just been letting those sit in my inbox because I've been super busy and not really had time to get through those. But this week I want to get through all of them so that I'm able to just completely focus on the work that I need to do um, rather than feeling like I have those looming over my head. Sometimes those tasks are like the worst things. I have a little label in my Google um, or in my Gmail and it says to do and literally all those like required tests that you have to take end up going to my to do and I don't do them to like the week or the day of and I'm like why did I save this for last minute so good for you props to you for uh trying to get those done yeah well I'll report back next week and let you guys know if I ended up doing all of them but yeah it's a good goal to have sounds good um so now we're gonna move on to the win of the week I'll start So I'm finally planning a college girls trip. This is something that I think you mentioned a few episodes ago, but when you mentioned it, it was kind of like a, whoa, I should do that. So I texted the girls and I was like, let's plan a trip. I ended up going to the extreme for this. I made a shared Google folder and I created a Google form that asked a bunch of questions on like, how much are you willing to spend? Any ideas for where you'd want to go? Do you have any connections anywhere where we could like stay somewhere for free? Um, Like what times work? What are the things you want to do? Like I went all out. I also created a calendar where the girls each went in and highlighted weekends they cannot go. 
So I think we decided on going to Charleston, which I'm super excited about, but we're still trying to figure out timing because everyone's lives are kind of different right now in terms of like still being in school and um, working. So trying to figure that out, but I'm just glad to have at least gotten the ball rolling and hopefully plan something within the next year or six months to get the girls together. Yeah, I think it's really cool when you're the person who initiates something like that, because I think a lot of times everyone thinks in their head, oh, I should reach out to so-and-so to plan a trip, but actually being the person to, in your case, go to the extreme and create a Google form and all that stuff, I think is awesome. If you do end up going to Charleston, you'll have to let me know how it is because that was somewhere that I was actually considering going as well. Um, So that I've heard it's amazing. So that sounds super fun. My win of the week is getting some new workout clothes. I have had all of my workout clothes, honestly, for a pretty long time. When I was like a freshman in college, maybe um, I kind of stocked up on like a bunch of Lululemon stuff and, you know, just as like a motivation for me. And a lot of that stuff is honestly super worn out and like I just don't feel my best in it. So I've been on a pretty good routine lately with my workouts. And so I thought it would be really fun to reward myself with a bunch of new workout stuff. And it's definitely like gradually just trying to grow my collection a little bit more and get rid of the stuff that's super old. But it makes me so excited to work out. And it's honestly just like a little thing that brought me a lot of joy. So I'm proud of myself for doing that because I feel like there's always an excuse as to why you shouldn't necessarily do that. But it was fun to get to treat myself a little bit. So I'm literally obsessed with buying new workout clothes. And I found the other week I went to Lululemon and I'd spent too much money on all these workout clothes. And I was like, wait, literally, when am I wearing these clothes? Like I used to buy workout clothes to lounge around, but now I'm in the office four days a week. Like I should be buying cute dresses and like all this stuff for work. I was like, what are you doing? But then I have to say, like, I wear these pieces every time I go to Barry's or work out. So I'm like, it was worth it. But that's good. It's always good to invest in good workout clothes and clothing that'll make you feel confident and just good. Yeah. It's so funny, though, that you say that because I'm the complete opposite where I can hardly justify buying myself nicer clothes and like super cute clothes um, and anything formal because I do work from home and I feel like I'm wearing a lot of loungewear during the day. And so for me, I'm like, oh, this is kind of like killing two birds with one stone of having cute outfits to work out in, but then also I can wear that when I work from home. So that's kind of a funny difference that segues a lot into our episode, but next we can go into our weekly flop. Emerson, what's yours? Okay. So this is kind of a funny one. Um, Not funny for my bank account though. So yesterday I was with my friend Cece and Cece is just like so stylish. And as I've said before, I'm literally not And I'm going to the Jersey store this weekend. I'm going to be meeting a lot of like my boyfriend's family and friends. And I just want to look good and feel my best. So I was like, I'm going to buy new clothes. So I ended up going and I spent $700 (laughs) on clothes that like, literally, it was like one of those things where it was hot. I didn't want to be in the store. I had like anxiety. So I'm like, just grabbing anything. And I'm like, the last thing I'm going to do is wait in line to try on clothes. So then I ended up just like buying everything because I was like, I can't wait in line to try on. Like, I'll go home, I'll try on, and then I'll just return. I don't really like anything I bought. So now I have to spend this week going back to these stores and returning, which is just like the biggest hassle ever. I hate doing returns. It's just so annoying. So that's my flop is that I spent a lot of money, but now I have to go back and like return a bunch of stuff when I simply don't have the time because I'm going on vacation soon. So 
that's that. But, and none of the clothes really works. So there's another flop. I feel like it's so hard to find cute clothes that are like age appropriate and not too immature looking, but then also like not super, super conservative for people our age. I honestly have had a really hard time like finding stores other than like Aritzia or Zara that I can really find stuff at. So yeah, if anyone has any good recommendations for cute clothes for Emerson and I and like stores that you guys love, definitely let us know because I think I struggle in the same boat as you with that. My flop of the week is that I have not been making as much time in my life to call people that I love as I would like to. I'm someone who's a big uh, proponent of picking up the phone and calling someone rather than texting. And I've just had such an incredibly busy schedule that I've almost felt like I don't have 10 minutes to call someone, which is definitely not the case. So I really want to make time to call a bunch of my friends this week, call my family members and just kind of reconnect with everyone because I feel like those are the conversations that center me the most. So yeah, I'm just definitely want to improve on that from last week. Sometimes though, I feel like when you feel like you only have 10 minutes, it's like you want to sit on your phone and scroll on TikTok. Yeah. You don't no, want to like a habit, but yes, yeah. I completely agree. Take that time, but yeah, I'm sure you'll find time next week. Next, we're going to transition into what each of our routines look like now with work. Um, do you want to start out with just take us through a typical day in your life for work? Okay. I'm going to go kind of in depth, but I'm going to try to make it speedy because we could be here for hours and no one wants to listen to my routine for hours. Essentially, my routine is the night before I set out my workout clothes, and I'd say I go to bed around like 1030 every night. I wake up around 535 and I get ready to go to Barry's. So put on my workout clothes, I'll have a couple sips of coffee in the morning, just because I want a little boost of energy. And I feel like just the routine of it kind of wakes me up. And then I'll walk to Barry's. I'll do a Barry's class. I'm usually back home by like 7.20. I hop in the shower super quick, get ready for work. And then I try to leave by 8.30 to go into the office. That's been like kind of going to 8.40. And I'm like showing up 15 minutes late to work. And I'm like, why am I, why do I keep leaving late? Like it needs to stop. So I try to leave by 8.30 depending Sometimes I'll walk with a friend who work, who works at the same company as I do. And sometimes I'll just walk and like listen to a podcast. And then I'm at the office and all day, all morning. And usually around like 12, I'll take lunch. So I'll either go eat lunch um, with some girls that I work with, or I'll try to just like eat lunch at my desk and go on a little bit of a walk just to get outside while I'm in the office. And then I'll work until five. My company's a pretty like strict nine to five job. So usually I am leaving around like five, five fifteen. I'll walk home and the walk home from work is actually the best part of my day. I am super fortunate that my commute is walking through like the Boston Commons going to my office. I'm also super grateful that my office is in Back Bay, Boston. So there's a lot of opportunity for me to like go on a nice walk around the city or around like a park. Super grateful for that. It's amazing. Um, so then I walk home. Usually I'm starving, like ravenous by the time I get home for dinner. So I'll make dinner super quick. Um, usually it's just stuff I've prepped and then I'll eat dinner, watch a YouTube video. And then it's kind of nice having the rest of the day. I'll either like work on a side project or I'll go on a long walk and call people or I'll hang out with the girls who live across the street from us. And then I set up everything to do it again the next day. And then I try to be in bed by 1030. And I usually FaceTime my boyfriend before I go to bed since he's 
currently in New Jersey. So so my routine is definitely pretty different from Emerson's because I work from home. I have a lot more flexibility and my company's hours are actually eight to five, but because they are based out of the central time zone and I'm living in the Eastern time zone, I get to work from nine to six, which is super nice because it does give me an extra hour in the morning to do my morning routine. So I typically wake up around 6.15 or so and give myself some time to wake up. I will go to an Orange Theory class or I will run usually around 7. I come home and I make breakfast. That is like my time having coffee, my greens, and breakfast that I just get to watch a YouTube video, plan out my day. Like that is my most sacred time of the morning and really sets up my headspace for the rest of the day. I log on to work typically a little bit before nine just so I can get ahead of the emails and stuff. And I have my own office where I'm living right now, which is super nice that it's separate. So I'll go into there. Um, I love bringing my big Stanley cup in there with water just to make sure that I'm drinking a lot of water throughout the day and staying hydrated. Um, So I'll work for the whole morning. And then during my lunch break, I usually take it around one because my company that's an hour behind. So that's at 12. And Typically during my lunch break, I will do my personal training studying. So I mentioned this in a previous episode, but I'm currently taking the NSCA certified personal training course um, with the hope of becoming an Orange Theory instructor after I get certified. So it's a ton of textbook reading and taking notes and answering different questions. So I try to allot like at least an hour to an hour and 15 minutes a day to do that. So that's typically during lunch. And then I work for the rest of the afternoon. Um, once I'm done with work, I make dinner typically with my boyfriend and at night I'm definitely not a TV person, but my boyfriend has definitely made me like watching shows a lot more and we love to watch the office to wind down at night, which is kind of funny because it's like not really my vibe of a show, but I just love like a mindless watch that I can really just relax to. And yeah, I love having like very mellow nights. And I would say go to bed if I had it my way, I would go to bed at like nine, nine fifteen every night. But realistically, it's like more around 10. But I'm definitely someone who likes to wake up earlier um, and go to bed earlier as well. So Emerson and I kind of have that in common. So funny you say that about the TV watching because I do not watch TV like I can't. And my roommate, she doesn't watch TV either. Like we're both such go, go, go girls. Like if we're sitting on the couch, we actually don't sit on the couch. Like one of us will be standing up cleaning. The only time we're like ever actually fixated on the TV is when the Kardashians are on, which thank God for the new season. Like I'm obsessed. But other than that, like if we're ever like, should we put on a movie? We'll like put on a movie. And then one of us will end up like baking or like, I'll be like in the bathroom cleaning the bathtub. And I'm like, what are we doing? Yeah. (laughs) Hard. I know. Yeah, I definitely have gotten a lot better with being able to kind of just relax and like use my nights as that time. And it's also nice working from home, too, because I have the ability to kind of clean during the day if I have some free time. And that's something I love doing. Like I just walk around the house constantly with like Lysol wipes, cleaning everything. So, yeah, that's one pro to working remotely. But for this episode, we really wanted to get into the tips we have, like we said before. So we're going to start out with nutrition And Emerson can kind of bring us through like what her nutrition looks like and how she maintains a healthy um, diet for her while she's in the office. And then I'll kind of get into what I do. A lot of my meals are centered around meal prepping. And I want to say this like one tip now before I forget, but meal plan if you don't like to meal prep. So if you don't like to meal prep or say you like work from home and you don't really feel like you need to meal prep, 
meal plan, like write out your meals, know where you're going, getting when you go to the grocery store um, and whatnot. So for me, it's a lot of meal prep. Usually on Sunday is my big meal prep day. I'm always getting stuff to make salads. I'll usually get ground turkey and chicken and I'll make the chicken um, to have like on salads for dinners. And then I'll use like the ground turkey to do tacos uh, or anything like that. And I would say my meals, I'm a very like regimented meal person. They look the same kind of every week, which is crazy because I love to bake and cook, but I really am not that crazy when it comes to like what I'm eating day to day. So I'll meal prep, I'll cut up a bunch of lettuce, I'll make salads for the week. So I'll just do like lettuce, cucumbers, tomatoes, and then I'll either do like chicken or ground turkey, like I said. And then usually for dinner, I'm kind of having whatever's left over from like what I make for lunches. Like I said, this is not fancy at all, but it is like what I love and it, you know, it's easy and it's healthy. And then also my roommate and I make these banana chocolate chip muffins every single week. So that's always like a great dessert that we like to have, or um, it's a great snack in the office. And then... I make ginger shots every week as well. We meal prep ginger shots to have throughout the whole week and we'll take a shot every morning together. So that's kind of something fun that we do. And then when it comes to the office, I'll have like a yogurt bowl before work. And then usually I'm hungry by like 10, 30, 11 in the office. So I always have a protein bar with me or like nuts. I love just packing like almonds, cashews, peanuts, and just eating nuts throughout the day. I'm definitely like, don't be afraid of snacking in the office because I find that when I let myself get too hungry in the office, it's like I said, when I get home, I'm just like starving and I'll eat anything in my fridge. So I'm always making sure I'm like full throughout the day at the office. Like I hate being hungry at work. It's the worst. But some like snack ideas. I love the Trader Joe's date balls. I love my no-cow protein bars. Like I said, nuts. I love having like popcorn or carrots. Um, at the office, just making sure I'm eating enough. And then like Caroline mentioned earlier, big water girl. So I have a big Stanley cup. I bring it to every meeting. I'm drinking water throughout the whole day. Yeah, that's pretty much like kind of my meal prep and nutrition. I also love, love, love caramel rice cakes with peanut butter. So sometimes I'll come home for dessert. I'll have like three of those and I'm just obsessed with them. That's so funny that you do caramel rice cakes with peanut butter because I do the chocolate ones with peanut butter and I always call it like a healthier version of like a Reese's cup. I love those too. I want to try the caramel though. I've never, I don't think I've ever tried that. I feel like our nutrition is pretty similar. I love meal prepping as well. Um, Even though I do work from home, I find that if I don't meal prep, I'm not being intentional with what I'm eating throughout the day at all. And I'm someone who can very mindlessly eat, I think. So I definitely try to have healthy prepared meals that are in my fridge and similar to you as well I could eat the exact same meal for lunch every single day and the exact same dinner every day like I am someone who loves habit and it keeps me in a very good routine when I'm eating the same foods so for me I love to have for breakfast I kind of switch off but my big thing is I love having eggs with avocado in some shape or form um it just makes me feel super satiated in the morning and it fills me up whether that's avocado toast with a little bit of honey and sriracha and eggs. I love doing that. Recently, I've been doing little breakfast tacos. So I'll do scrambled eggs with um, turkey bacon and sliced avocado and some hot sauce. So it's usually some variation of those two for breakfast. 
I'm someone who loves to have a big breakfast because that really sets me up for the day. Um, so I definitely try to eat a lot and a good amount for breakfast. And I eat pretty early in the morning, like right after I work out. And that really helps. I would honestly say stabilize my mood throughout the day. For lunch, I've been in this huge kick. I honestly made up this bowl. I don't even know how I thought of this, but I buy the pre-chopped kale from Trader Joe's and I saute this. This is definitely if you're working from home, I would say, because this is kind of like a big production to do if you're working in the office, but you could also meal prep. But I have chopped kale and I saute that with some olive oil. Um, They make this vegetable hash at Trader Joe's. So it's basically like butternut squash, cauliflower, zucchini, and it's all just chopped up. And it's just the vegetables. It's like a mix of garden vegetables. So I do a little bit of that. Sometimes I'll do like some chicken in it um, and I'll just mix that all together and then do like a little white rice. um, And then I do this vegan dill dressing that's from Trader Joe's on top. And then like sometimes a little bit of cheese. It's so good. And honestly, it causes me to not snack throughout the workday, which I definitely prefer to have like three larger meals rather than like snacking a lot because I just find that that's what works best for me. But definitely a super affordable meal option if anyone who's listening is looking for something. Super easy to make vegetarian, just take out the meat. Um, I honestly prefer eating vegetarian. So a lot of times I just won't do the meat, but it's super filling and I love that. Something that I love that you said is that you like to have like three big meals. And this was something in college that I did not do. Like I would eat breakfast at 11 a.m. And then I'd have like a protein bar and two hard boiled eggs. And then I'd eat dinner. And like that, first of all, wasn't enough. And second of all, like working nine to five now, it's like I eat breakfast at 7.30 a.m. And Mm -hmm. then I'm eating lunch at 12. And it's just so crazy that that's just like how it is now. And I think it's something I had to get used to. It's like, okay, I'm going to eat breakfast super early now. But like, it's kind of what you have to do and it works. So yeah, I agree. I almost think it simplifies eating a lot too. Because I think if you're given the opportunity to snack all day, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But then it's like, oh, when should I eat this and that? When you have a busy work schedule, you're just going to eat when you can. Um, so yeah, and then similar to Emerson, I love leftovers for dinner. Anything that's super easy, honestly, lunch is like my most elaborate meal, I would say, that I make. Um, but yeah, I love cooking with my boyfriend, whatever we have, but nothing too fancy at all. So I feel like both of us keep it pretty simple with what we eat. Um, and honestly, a lot of what I ate in college, I feel like I've carried on with me into, you know, working from home and just making food that makes me feel super good. Now we kind of want to talk about our movement and what that looks like working nine to five and kind of how we get it in and what we do. So Caroline, do you want to start for this? Yeah. So kind of to preface this, something that I really want to say is that there's a lot of workout trends, quote unquote, that you could say. So I would say like three years ago, spinning was like all the rage. And that was like what you had to be doing to be fit. Now it's like Pilates and um, a lot of more like lower impact workouts. And I have always been like a huge proponent of doing workouts that you enjoy and that make you happy and that make your body feel good. And that looks very different from person to person. I think when working a corporate job, you definitely have to prioritize getting in exercise. And so if you don't love the workouts that you're doing, I think you're it's going to be very hard to stay consistent. So for me, what that looks like is I love running and I love orange theory running. I would say is like my primary, um, workout that I focus on the most because I do try to constantly be training for some sort of race right now. It's a half marathon. Um, running makes me feel by far the best. And just mentally, it's like a huge release for me. 
And Orange Theory is my cross training. So that's where I do like all of my strength training. And it just helps me like not get injured, obviously, from running so much. I love doing workout classes. I used to hate workout classes, but I've recently become a huge proponent of it because I love just being able to show up somewhere and not think about it and know that they're going to have a set workout for me. Yeah. Also as someone, like if you just moved to a new city, workout classes are a great way to meet girls. And I know people probably say that and you've heard it, but like I have met people in workout classes. I have talked to girls in workout classes and made friends from it. So definitely don't be shy to like try something new. And if you don't like it, you never have to go back, but it could be a good way for you to, you know, get movement in and maybe meet people if you're trying to meet new friends. Yeah, I met one of my closest friends uh, at Orange Theory in Madison. So I totally agree with that. And I think, too, the thing with workout classes is like, obviously, they are pretty expensive. But the way that I look at it is it's an investment in my mental, physical and honestly, like social life in a way that we were just talking about. I know there's a lot of apps like ClassPass if you want to try out a lot of different things if you live in a bigger city. But yeah, just find what works for you and try to prioritize that. But yeah, like I said, I do my workouts in the morning. And yeah, I like to try to have like an end goal in sight with my workout. So like for running, like I said, I love to be signed up for a race um, at some point in the distant future. And then also with Orange Theory, I like I said, I'm trying to become an Orange Theory coach. So I just think that it's really important for me to obviously feel super confident in those workouts. I love that. And I love kind of the intentionality that you mentioned behind working out because I think that's so important. So for me, my movement of the week, I kind of rotate between two things. So I have class pass. Definitely, if you're working um, a corporate job and they have, you know, benefits for corporate plans or workout plans, or you get a discount at a workout studio, like take advantage of it. I have an extreme discount with class pass through my company, which is just amazing. So I pay a certain amount in class pass every month and I use that towards essentially just berries. I've become absolutely obsessed with berries. As I mentioned, um, I would love to one day become an an instructor as well, but that's very far down the line right now. I'd say I go to berries like three times a week. Usually that's what my class pass allows or twice a week. Honestly, it's such a hard workout that I don't know if my body could handle any more than that. And I for sure don't want to overdo it. Um, And then other than that, I love just walking. I walk a ton. I'm always walking to work, walking back from work. That's like the biggest blessing actually is being able to walk to work because it's automatic like steps and movement. Um, Yeah, I think something that's super different about working in an office versus remote is that you get a lot more steps in the day than I do. It's super easy for me to sit at my desk all day and I really do not walk around at all. And that's something that I definitely want to work on. Like going for a walk is an amazing workout. But I think if you work from home, you definitely have to, again, be a lot more intentional about that rather than working in an office. Yeah. And even, I mean, so my roommate, she drives to work, so she doesn't get those like steps in walking to work, but she's still like, you know, you're going to meeting rooms. Like sometimes I swear I'm just walking around the office all day because I'm in meetings all day and we're going up and down the stairs and like all over. So that is like, it's super nice. And I, I just love that. Um, and then if I'm not doing berries, I'm either doing Sammy Clark's form workouts. I love her workouts. Um, and I, the max weights I'm really using are 15, 20 pounds. So I will go lighter for those. I'll do like a Pilates or I'll do a weight training workout. Um, and then I've also discovered Lauren Hefez on YouTube, 
Well, I discovered her on TikTok. She's this adorable mom and she makes lunchbox videos. Oh my gosh. Wait, those videos are so satisfying to watch. I love those. I love them. Like she's so cute. I think she lives in Massachusetts and I found her YouTube channel and she posts workout videos and she just, her energy is like amazing, especially if I'm doing something at 6am. Like it's so good. And she uses literally the highest weight she'll use is like two pounds. So you can kind of get the vibe of that workout from just that. But I love her workouts as well. Um, But if I don't work out in the morning, like it's not something I get super frustrated at myself for. My biggest thing is like, if I'm not in the mood, I'd rather wake up early and take time to myself and like read or scroll on TikTok. And I think it's important too to definitely prioritize like what you want to do. My biggest thing with working out and getting movement in is if it starts to feel like a task and something you have to do, it's no longer fun. So like me going to Barry's in the morning, like obviously there sometimes I don't want to wake up at 5.30 and go, but I know it'll make me feel better. But if I don't feel good, like I, I'm not going to go. Once it becomes something I'm genuinely forcing myself to do, that's when I know like it's okay to, to step back and not go. For me, movement really affects my mental health. So when I'm looking at those two together, just getting outside for 20 minutes and like walking to work could be enough for me that day. So I think it's really important to do what works best for you and take breaks when you need to take breaks. Yeah, I think that's a really great tip. Something else that I want to touch on as well is that when you're working a nine to five job, you don't have as much quote unquote like me time to do all the things you want to do. So I totally love what you said about if you don't want to work out one morning, you're going to do something else that serves you and sets you up um, for the day. And you can't always do everything that you want to do in your day. And I think that recognizing that when working a corporate job, like sometimes your workout's going to have to give and you're going to go for a 30 minute walk and that's all you can do. So I think that's a really good point and kind of transitions us into the mental health side of working a corporate job, specifically understanding the mental health benefits and kind of cons of working remotely versus in the office. Cause there's definitely, I think some pretty big differences. Um, I think the biggest thing with working remotely for me is obviously there's not a separation between work and personal life because you are working in your home. Um, one thing that I've realized is super important is also connecting with people because you're alone all day. Obviously, I'm in meetings and, you know, I'm talking to people that way, but that's not the same as sitting in a room with people and like talking about how your weekend was. So for me, it's super important to either try to call a friend or say hi to the person that's next to me at Orange Theory that morning and like ask them how their day is going or just something like that, because it can feel super isolating, I think, when you're alone all day. And it's definitely something we've all gotten a lot more used to since the pandemic, but I don't think humans are like inherently meant to just be alone all day. Um, And I don't think that connecting with people like through a screen is necessarily the same as being in person. I definitely have seen both sides of it because my office, I only, I used to only be in the office three days a week, but now I'm in the office four days a week. So I do still get that one day work from home, which is like the best day ever. Like, honestly, it's exhausting going in the office, like Mm -hmm. mentally and physically, it takes it out of you, especially if you're someone like me who just like never stops talking, I feel like I come back after work and I'm like, oh my God, I just hosted a party with 300 people. Like that's yeah. the feeling I have is because I just, I love to talk. I love to socialize, but it gets so draining. So I would also say for me, something 
I've recently developed post-grad is some anxiety. And I think a lot of that looks different when you're in the office and when you're at home, you know, I think if you're getting super anxious in a meeting or whatever, it's kind of nice to be in your own environment, but it's definitely an isolating feeling in different ways to be in an office and have anxiety and start to freak out. It's like, okay, I'm in a space, like people can really see me and see what my hands are doing. So I think my mental health has definitely been extremely affected by return to office and always being in the office. But some things that I've done to help that is I love to just take a lap. And I think this is something that no one needs to ask why you're getting up and why you're leaving your desk. Um, Just go walk around your office. Or for me, like I'll go outside and I'll walk around outside. But just like moving your body a little bit and clearing your head can be super helpful. And then I also love to book rooms, like meeting rooms. And I'll just go in there and work for an hour by myself in a meeting room. I'll just take my laptop. And it's great when you're doing like admin tasks or just like checking your email or doing things that you don't necessarily need like all your monitors for. That has been the best thing. It's just like going in your own room and just working. I know Caroline said that she likes to be intentional about talking to people outside of just working from home. But for me, since I'm socializing all day, it's really important for me to make time for myself when I come home. And sometimes that looks like me saying no to plans because I just want to like relax and decompress from the day. And that's totally, totally okay. Um, So that's also been something that I've definitely adapted to is just being okay with coming back and literally doing nothing after work. Yeah, I think that's so interesting. And it makes me think about when I'm working from home all day, I'm so excited for my boyfriend to like get home from what he's doing. And I'm like, okay, now it's all about me. And like, now let's have our cute couple time. And I'm going to talk your ear off for an hour and a half and tell you all about my day. And he might not necessarily be looking for that because he has been around people all day. And my boyfriend doesn't work a corporate job, but it's kind of similar. And I think working from home, you need to figure out how you can get that energy out of you because you can't just expect everyone around you, obviously, to have that same feeling. So yeah, again, I love calling my mom. Um, I could talk to her on the phone for hours. So I feel like I typically call her, honestly, or Emerson when I'm in one of those moods where I just like want to talk about everything. Um, But yeah, it's definitely super different. I feel like being in the office and working remotely in that sense. Something else I just wanted to touch on um, super quickly is when you were working from home, it's very easy to be multitasking and doing like 15 things at the same time. So like if I'm working, I can also be doing laundry. I can also be um, you know, like editing a TikTok video. I can also be like, there's so many things you can be doing, which is nice in some senses, but also is not the most productive. And so I have tried to be super, super, again, intentional with making sure that what is, what is the task that I'm working on right now? And how can I kind of cancel out the distractions around me in order to get that done? Um, I think the biggest thing that I have really focused on is not mindlessly scrolling. If you're working from home and you're on TikTok all day, it's that's extremely unhealthy. And I think that um, it's super important to set those boundaries around that. And also like on the flip side, when your work is done for the day and you turn the computer off, turn it off, you're done. You don't need to go back in that room. Or if you are say like working out of just like a studio apartment or a one bedroom, like how can you not go in that space that you were working in all day to feel like you have that separation? Yeah. That's something that I feel like a lot of people actually struggle with is kind of disassociating work from home, which is why I love going in the office because I do find like on the Fridays when I'm working from home, I'll work like in my kitchen, which is also my apartment's tiny. So my kitchen's also my living room and my dining room. So I'll just kind of be all in one space and it 
it's just kind of hard to disconnect from work. And I also find when I work from home, I log on super early and I'll just like check my computer because it's, I know I'm going to be home all day. So I definitely see how that's something that could definitely start to like impact your mental health is when like work becomes your home. Now we're going to transition into some rapid fire tips. We wanted to give all of our listeners some tangible things that they can do to maybe just improve productivity or improve their work week. So I think we'll just alternate going through these and we can add whatever we want. But the first one is setting out your workout clothes the night before. Um, I know Emerson, you mentioned that you do this. I do this as well. It just eliminates a lot of time and like any sort of stress in the morning. Yep. And then also keeping your space clean to your liking. This is super important. I know for my apartment, just like always having a place, a clean place to come back to after a long day of work. Like there's nothing better. I hate coming back to clothes all over the place. So picking up before I leave for work and just making sure to pick up before I go to bed as well. Yeah, that's really smart. I cannot go to bed if like the kitchen's messy or there's a mess anywhere because I just know I'm going to start my day off on the worst note the next day. So that's really important, I think. The next one is if your schedule allows um, and you have enough time in the morning, maybe think about your day or even allow time to scroll on TikTok. I know it's probably a guilty habit that we all have, but give yourself permission to just be mindless for a little bit and get in the right headspace for the day. My next tip is to talk to me about the office. We're all human. And if your company's going to have you in the office, may as well have fun with it and don't be miserable. So I love talking to people in the office. I feel like once I start to know more about my coworkers' life, it feels less like work. Like I'll be talking to the girl next to me and I'll be like, oh my God, how was dinner that you mentioned last week with your boyfriend? Or did you end up ordering that Aritzia skirt? Like it's so much more fun when you're super personable and when you guys just like, you put yourself out there and you are intentional with getting to know your coworkers outside of work. Yeah, something on that same vein I want to add quickly for all of my remote workers who might be listening is when you start a meeting, ask the person who's in the meeting with you, how was your weekend? I know it can kind of feel awkward when you're on Zoom or if you're on teams or something, but I think it really makes a big difference and like just helps lighten the mood a lot. The next thing is have as many monitors at your desk as you can. I think this goes for in office or working remotely. My company has sent me two monitors to use and that's amazing. Um, I know Emerson, you have monitors at your work too, but it just, it makes the work go by so much quicker. And honestly, I find that I actually have better posture when I'm using my monitors because I'm not hunching over and It's just amazing. If you don't have one, you should definitely see if your company can set you up with one. My next one is to use headphones if you're in the office. And if you're allowed to, I know my roommate's um, company, they don't really encourage headphones, but I know headphones like for head to for heads down time is perfect because like I said, I think it's really easy to get distracted in the office in a different way than it is like working from home, but you can definitely find yourself just chatting and getting super distracted. So if you need that heads down time, I love to just put on a playlist, put my headphones in and just like zone out. So that's a huge tip for me. My next tip is clearing your emails before the start of the week. And you guys might be thinking like that sounds super hypocritical because you just said like when the computer turns off, turn it off. But for me, logging on on a Sunday afternoon and just going through my inbox quickly and just deleting any junk emails and just knowing what I have in store for me for Monday morning and like what to expect relieves a lot of anxiety for me. I'm someone who definitely struggles on Sundays with like kind of just anxiety about the work week. And like, I just 
feel a big pileup of all the tasks I have to do. And so for me, just going on and understanding what's going on in my inbox and like what my schedule is going to look like that week is super helpful. And I would definitely recommend taking this tip with a grain of salt. But if you are able to just do something like that, whether it's like 10 minutes or even five, I think it could help everyone. Yeah. Also, if you don't want to check your emails, you can literally just have like your work calendar on your phone if you want. Or like if you have a work phone, look at your work phone and just look at your calendar for the week. Just see what it looks like. And that could help kind of ease your mind and set your mind up for what the week's going to look like. Um, But next one is if you're in the office, take computer breaks. It's okay to go on your phone and like scroll for five minutes or even on your computer, like go look at aritzia.com and shop for five minutes and then get back to work. Like think like working from home, people don't really necessarily know if you're just like taking a little break. So it's okay. Take those breaks in the office because really it's not realistic to work eight hours straight, no breaks. So don't be afraid to like take some time for yourself, whether that's five or 10 minutes to do something or to look at something that you enjoy. Next is for me, it's Slack, but whatever your company uses for communication, use that to connect with people when you're working from home. Um, This is a great way to kind of learn about your coworkers' hobbies and interests. I know my company has big like company-wide groups, one for running, for example. They have one that's dogs. So like everyone will send in photos of their dogs or like ask questions. Um, In the running one, people talk about races um, in whatever city they're in. And it's just a really good way to, again, foster that more personal connection with your coworkers, even though it might feel awkward to message someone and say, hey, how was your weekend? No one's going to find that annoying. And honestly, it just shows that you're going the extra mile and trying to make connections. Lastly, I just want to touch on like the anxiety in meetings. If you're like me at all and you've ever struggled with like being super anxious in these meetings, One thing that I've started doing is I've started bringing essential oils to meetings, or I did this when it was really bad, but I'd bring essential oil and I'd just put it on both my wrists and kind of put it on my nose. And it helped me so much relax. And also like one thing is no one has to know why you're doing that. No one has to know what's going on. No one's going to ask you why just like do what works for you. Or, you know, I really like these little things that I got off Amazon that they're these rings that you can roll up and down your fingers and they just feel good. And they just kind of distract you from, you know, everything else. So you never have to explain yourself if you're having a day or if you need a moment, like do what works best for you. And no matter how crazy it looks. (laughs) The last tip that we have is get ready and put yourself together when you work from home. I think it's super easy to wear your sweatpants and roll right out of bed, obviously. And no one is necessarily going to know that when you're working, but it makes such a big difference for me. If I just put on a little concealer Um, maybe style my hair a little bit and try to put on like a nicer sweater just so that I feel like I'm put together and I'm doing something productive for myself for the day before working. Oh my gosh, I can definitely find myself when I'm working from home. Like I'll be sitting in my towel after I shower for like four hours. Like, what am I doing? Why am I still in my towel? Like put yourself together. It'll make you feel so much better. So it's a great tip to end on. Yeah. So we hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, We thought that these tips were a great reminder for us, but also we hope that you all were able to take something away from it. Thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode and make sure to tune in every Tuesday for a new episode of Totally Unsure in Our 20s. Bye. Bye.